people don't realize just how blessed they are. But we have a lot to thank him for. You know, you can kind of still see the effects yes. of COVID-19. Yes. With people being so apprehensive about doing things. Yes. And the church uh -huh. about getting back together Come on. Uh -huh. and having church. Come on. Talk about it. You know, there's such a fear that's right. Talk about it. that's in the air. Mm -hmm. And it is not of God. Say that. But it's just a tool that the devil is using. Talk about it. To undermine uh -huh. it's work. the work of God. Yes. And to keep God's people from getting together. But we have to believe yes. His word. the word of God yes. Yes. and believe God. God of the word. You know, we have to. Because if we don't, all the church doors will be shut. And folks go on to Zoom in church. You ain't at church, you're at home. The Bible says, don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Yeah. It's important. It is important. Yeah. Now, I believe we're supposed to obey the laws of the land. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, they saying, you know, we can get out there and get back together. And folks are still afraid. Don't let fear drive you like that. Stand up and take your place in All right. All right. I like that. We want to talk to you briefly uh, from the book of Ezra. That's, uh, it's where we want to really I guess start at. Ezra chapter 3. Uh -huh. Ezra chapter 3. Yes, all right. And let's just read at verse 1. And when the seventh month was come, mm -hmm. the children of Israel were in the cities. Yes. The people gathered themselves together as one man yes. to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. You know, that's important. You know, the people gathered themselves together Unity. as one yeah. man. Oh, yeah. What no fussing and what no fight. All right. You like know, because they had been somewhere yes, sir. where they couldn't get together. Mm -hmm. And now that they was able to get together, uh-huh. You know, they were so glad to get together. Everybody left all they mess outside the door. Huh? And came together as what? As one man to Jerusalem. 
Then stood up Joshua, the son of Josedek, and his brethren, the priests, and Zerubbabel, the son of Shatiel, and his brethren, and build the altar of the God of Israel to offer burnt offerings thereon, as it is written in the law of Moses, the man of God. And they set the altar upon his base, for fear was upon them yes. because of the people of those countries. You know, fear seemed to be just about everywhere. You know, but we got power and we have authority. God has given us that over fear. And they offered burnt offerings thereon unto the Lord, even burnt offerings morning and evening. They kept also the Feast of Tabernacle, as it is written, and offered the daily burnt offering by number, according to custom as the duty of every day required. Yes. You know, they, they, they were back in their routine, back in their flow uh -huh. of doing things. Uh -huh. And afterwards offered the continual burnt offering, both of the new moon and of all the set feasts of the Lord that were consecrated. And of everyone that willingly offered a free will offering unto the Lord. From the first day of the seventh month, begin they to offer burnt offerings unto the Lord. But, somebody say but. 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 The foundation of the temple of the Lord was not yet laid. The Bible says in verse number 12, well, let's start really at verse number 11 in this same chapter. And they sang together by course in praising and giving thanks unto the Lord because he is good and his mercy endureth forever toward Israel. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord. Because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Verse number 12. But many of the priests and Levites and chief of the fathers. Who were ancient men, older men, experienced men. Men that knew what having church meant. Knew what having church meant look like folks that knew how to get together and bring down the power of God he said who were ancient men that had seen the first house look at that it's something about the first house that had seen the first house when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes they cried when they saw it they cried with a loud voice, and many shouted aloud for joy. My God. So that the people could not discern the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people. For the people shouted with a shout, and the noise was heard afar off. You may be seated. My God. We want to talk to you today.
around these passages and some others, if time permit. It says in the 12th verse that many of the priests yes. and Levites and chiefs of the fathers mm -hmm. who were ancient men you know, older men, that's his season. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, folks that had experience in God. Men that had lived and had seen the first temple that had been erected by Solomon. All right. All right. And it was such a marvelous structure. A lot went into it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so much so until uh, it was just, according to the Bible, just overwhelming. Yes. You know, for one to look upon uh -huh. or even just to enter into it. And so. We know that through time that temple was destroyed. Yes, yes. But there were folks that lived on after that. And they had gone into captivity yes. about 70 years or so. Uh -huh. And God brought them out according to his word that he had spoken to Jeremiah. Right. Uh -huh. And so now they were building a new temple. Uh -huh. And when they laid the foundation, those that had been around to enjoy the temple of Solomon, the Bible say they cried. Yes. Yes. They cried. Mm. It, was, it was as if the church mm. had lost something. It was as if they were in church, but not having church. It was as if the footprint of the church had lost its grip or its dominion, its preeminence. What God had given it to be. Yes. And so when they saw it, all they could do was cry. Yes. Because there was a glory that was not there. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Those that were young, those that were new, they shouted and they praised God. Because the foundation was laid. But the folks that knew what church was about. People that knew how to worship God. And to praise God. And bless his name. Hallelujah. When they looked around at what was erected. All they could do was just cry. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. My Lord. My God. There was something about the first foundation. Turn to the book of Haggai. Let me share this with you. They were not the only ones that were feeling like that. In Haggai chapter 2. It says, in the seventh month, in the one and twentieth day of the month, there came the word of the Lord by the prophet Haggai saying, Speak unto Zerubbabel, the son of Shatiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehoshaphat, the high priest, and to the residue of the people saying, now, this was those folks that had assembled themselves as one man to Jerusalem. Right. Who is left? Who is left? God said, say unto them, who is left among you that saw, that saw the house in her first glory? Who is there among you? That come from the old church. You know, the way they used to have church. You know, who is there among you where folk would come together? They weren't watching the clock. Talk about it, You know, when church started, it didn't end until God said it was over. Talk about it. But now you you can't do that now. You got to have a clock. You know, folk come into church. They ain't got no clock in here. What kind of church is this? Come on, come on. Got to have a clock. Oh, yeah. But God said, ask who is there. That's from the old way of having church. And see. Uh, who is left among you that saw the house in her first glory hallelujah and how do you see it now God asking a question because he concerned how do you see it now is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing it's bad when God says it's nothing. It's bad. I tell you, it's bad. When folks get together, they cry and they shout. My God. It's a bad, it's a bad thing when you come to church. My God. And you don't know if you need to cry. Or if you need to shout. Come on now. Oh yeah. It's a bad thing. When the church get together. And you look around. And, 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 and church ain't church. 
And you don't know if you need to be crying or if you need to be praising God. That's a bad, that's a bad situation. And the thing about it is you can't block out an individual church. Uh -huh. But when God was dealing with them, yes. they was the only church. Uh -huh. And when God looked and he see the church in a situation, My God. he is never dealing with one individual church. But he's dealing with it as a whole. Amen. Amen. And so he says here, do you see it now? It is not, is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? But look what God said. Yet now be strong. O Zerubbabel, said the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest, and be strong, all ye people of the land, said the Lord, be strong. and what? And work. Hallelujah. Yes. Nothing is going to happen if we don't work. Nothing is going to change if we don't work. God is not going to move if we don't work. Hello, somebody. And he said, for I am with you, saith the Lord of hope. But he said work. 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 Get the house of God together. You can't you can't do it like you want to do it. Because in the book of Ezra verse 3 said they had to set the altar up. They was offering the burnt offerings. They was keeping the feast of tabernacle. According to the custom, you know, uh, as it should be, according to the way God had communicated it unto Moses. Yes. And they realized mm -hmm. the foundation of the temple of the Lord was not yet laid. Right. We're out here doing all of this. Uh -huh. But we haven't got the house of God together. All right. All right. All right. We haven't got a place for God to come and dwell among his people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me, 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 let me tell you something. The foundation is important. Amen. 
when you're building a building, mm -hmm. the foundation determines Central. what can be built yes. on that site. And everything that you're trying to do has to be conceived within that foundation. When they when they when they when they when they getting ready to build that building, they have to be able to see it in the foundation that's being laid. Because the law will not allow you to build a building that is not consistent with the foundation that is laid. Amen. They won't allow you to do it. Mm -hmm. They'll shut it down. Because it's not, as brother said, stable. Yes. You know, it's reeling and rocking. God will not allow Anything to be built mm. is not according to the foundation oh my God. that he laid. No structure can exceed the foundation. And let me tell you something. God's foundation is so vast. Uh -huh. But we're so busy looking at ourselves not realizing that we are not the builders of it. We are just the tools and instruments that God is using to build it. And so it's, it's farther than we can see but we have to take our eyes off of everything that's around us and see God. And so when the word came, God said, work. Stop looking at everything else. Stop being afraid of everything else. God said, work. He said, and I am with you. My God. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Thank you, Lord. You know, the devil wants to take everything that God has given. It's his great joy mm -hmm. to see the church diminish, losing its foothold. You know, used to be a time, and uh, it's even in the Word of God, when folk would get together. Coming in the house, they come in praising God. Come in shouting and dancing. They'd be so glad to get to church, but now, mm, mm, mm. ouch! They doing they got every kind of program. To keep people in church. Yes. I mean every kind of program there is. Mm -hmm. To keep folks entertained. Mm -hmm. 
with church. To keep folks staying in church. And you know what you had? You had a bunch of folks that was in love with what the church was doing. And no idea what God was doing. Do you hear me? That's good. That's good teaching. Because when you got to do all of that to keep folks in church, something is wrong. Because when you have to do that, my God, they came looking for more than God. When we come to church, we come looking for God. All right, all right. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen. When I was pastoring back in Kansas, if you didn't if if, if you didn't have a bowling team in your church, mm. you know, folk was leaving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My God. A bingo night. Mm. Folk was leaving. Yeah. Because they came for everything but God. but God. And when you have to do all of that to keep people in church, you're wasting the time. They want us. We ain't going to have no bowling night. We ain't going to have no bingo night. We come in here to have church. We're coming here to praise God. If you want to go bowling, go to the bowling alley apart from the church. If y'all want to get together and do some of that, fine. But we ain't having none of this just to keep folks apart of a church. And when this when these things enter into the church, it takes away from the purpose of the church. We have to realize that nothing is more important than hearing what God has to say to his people. And it's all a part from everything else that you want to do or think that you want to do. In the book of Second Chronicles, I'm just about through. The seventh chapter of Second Chronicles. This is the temple that Solomon had built. And after he built the temple, Solomon consecrated it with prayer. And the prayer actually started over in the in chapter 6. And it runs all the way over to uh, the seventh chapter. 
And in that sixth chapter, he's pleading the case of the people right. before God. All of their imperfections and all of their faults and all of their mistakes and mishaps, yeah. things that, 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 that could happen. And he was seeking for the assurance and blessings of God that if a man or a woman went wrong, yeah. they had a way to turn things around. Uh -huh. They had a way to turn things around. And so when he had finished his prayer, the Bible says in chapter 7, verse 1, now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven. When he had made an end of prayer, the fire came down from heaven. My God. I don't know when the last time I seen <laughs> church catch on fire from the altar. <laughs> I don't know the last time I didn't see where folk get together praying and can't do nothing but pray. I just, I don't know the last time I've seen it. He said, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifice and the glory, listen here, and the glory of the Lord filled the house. My God. Look at that, Pastor. The Bible says, and the glory of God filled the house. Hallelujah. You know you had folks slain. Y'all yeah. forgive me. Snot running everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> folks drooling at their mouth. Just can't get enough of God. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, you know, they done sweated out the hell, dude. Yeah. Folks done kicked off their shoes. Yeah. And sweated down their clothes. Yeah. Real church. Hallelujah, brother. The glory of God filled the house. Sick folks was healed. Blind folks could see. Lame people could walk. Deaf people could hear. Dumb people could talk. Hallelujah. God, the glory was in the house. Hallelujah. Sad people got happy. Worried people was encouraged. Because the glory was in the house. You know, there's something about the glory. The Bible said the glory filled the house. And when the priests tried to go in, something was blocking them. They couldn't get in. Somebody said, open up the door. Something going on in there. Let me in. They tried. Oh. But they couldn't get in. The Bible says, 
that the glory of God filled the house. That the priests could not enter into the house of the Lord. They had to have church on the outside. Hello, somebody. Glory, hallelujah. You know, this is what happens when folk come to church to have church. This is what happens when people come to church to have church. The Bible says, Glory, hallelujah. That they couldn't get in the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. And when all the children of Israel saw, woo, somebody, somebody say saw. And when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down, how the fire came down. How the anointing came down. How God walked among his people. When they saw it. The Bible said when they saw it. Hallelujah. How the glory of the Lord. When they saw how the fire came down. And the glory of the Lord upon the house. The Bible said all they could do was just bow down. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. All they could do was just bow down and show him. It was so marvelous, so magnificent. There was no words to be other. They just bowed down. Oh, hallelujah. God will do that today. If we can get some folks to come together that want to have church, that didn't come to be seen, but came to praise God. I'm here to tell you.
can do it for him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. They worshiped him. They praised him. Because they saw. They saw. And this is why they was crying. Over in the book of Ezra. And then in the book of Haggai. Yes. When they saw it, the one that knew what church was about, yes. that knew that something was missing, yes. something wasn't right, uh -huh. they knew what had happened yes. when Solomon got through praying and got through worshiping it and, 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 and lifting up God. They saw how the glory stepped in. Yes. And they knew something was missing. And so they just started crying. Started crying. Something wasn't there. I come to tell you today that he said, I am with you. I am with you. Don't be discouraged. Don't be. You know, the church has taken a hit yeah. with COVID-19. Yeah. It really has. Yeah. It has taken a hit. There's a lot of there's a lot of discouraged people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people that was Believe in some things and other things was happening. Mm -hmm. And folks lost loved ones and they blamed God. But it wasn't none of God. They blamed God. They lost loved ones that they couldn't Mourn. They lost loved ones that was left alone to die by themselves. And they blamed God. Putting the fault on God. But it wasn't God. It was the devil at work. It was the devil at work. God had promised his people. I want you to go back and I want you to read the sixth chapter. God has said if I would close of the heaven mm -hmm. 
that there was no rain, that there was a drought everywhere. He said, and whatsoever sickness that would come if you would turn to this place hello somebody if you would turn to this place hallelujah But we were so, folk were so full of their hurt and so full of their pain. Instead of turning, they just blamed God. And God was the one that was trying to get your attention to let you know I'm here. But I can't do it without you. My God. I'm here. But I can't do it without you. Alright, alright. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jeff. God said, I blasted your corn, your fruit. and held back the rain. He said, and ye would not turn unto me. And at first, I, you know, I was reading that, and I was kind of saying, well, Lord, you say you done blasted that corn, you done sent a scorching wave of heat and just a bunch of everything that you ain't giving them no water and how they gonna turn to you this is what I said but I'm saying this reading through the word but it wasn't until I was sitting in here that I realized what God was saying he had promised them. He said, if I send a blast upon the land, which meant a scorching wave of heat, dry up everything you done planted. He said, if you turn to me, if you turn to me, but they didn't turn. And I know why, but Pastor, you know why they didn't turn? They didn't know the word. Mm -hmm. They didn't know it was written. Their mind was on everything else but God and his word. And that word was written. And all they had to do was recall the word of God. God said if there was ever a blast and the 
crops and everything was destroyed, that if I would turn, turn. Hallelujah. hallelujah, he would heal, forgive, and straighten us out. Hallelujah. Today can be the starting point. All we have to do is make a turn. Make a turn. We can't we can't we can't be too big that we think we can't go wrong or be wrong. That's good. We can't think that everybody else is off and we're right on it. What God says there comes a time when we have to humble ourselves and, and on another occasion when the opportunity presents itself I'm going to talk to you about humbling yourself because I thought I knew what it meant. But it wasn't until the, what, the latter part of last year or something that we were sitting at the table discussing. And he said, if my people were to humble themselves and pray, And I said, how do you humble yourself? And we kept tossing that thing around. And one day it came to him, I said, baby, that word humble means to face. It means to face. It means to fast. It means to turn that plate over. Push that glass of water back. Push that favorite piece of cake back. And he said, if my people would humble themselves. Huh? David said, when he fasted, he said it brought all his prayers back to him. In other words, it strengthened his prayer. When he fasted, it just helped that prayer to just thank you, Jesus. Let's turn. Let's turn. You know, we talk about how we love him. Let's make that turn. Let's make that commitment. Let's 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 do the work. Let's, let's, let's get out there. Let's invite people.
to church. Call folks. Co-pastor used to call people. Huh? Co-pastor used to call people. Huh? She was called, she would die in numbers. You know what? The church needs to keep that going. Man. Calling people, visiting people. Yeah. Co pastor's not here, but we are. Yeah, right. Amen. 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 And, you know, you need to go and see somebody. You know, you know I know when Co pastor was here, she used to call you and all that. She's not here, but I'm here. I'm here. That's what God means when he said and work and I'm with you. I'm with you and work and I'm with you. I'm with you and work and I'm with you. And I'm with you. you know. Let's get some big, some church calls with the church name on it and address. We're all in Walmart all the time. Put one in somebody's hand. Huh? Amen. Put one in somebody's hand. We out there all the time. In the mall shopping. Whatever we doing. Why you can't do something for God while you out there doing all that other stuff? Amen. Amen. 